All right, Danny. What you have in front of you is a shot from a place called Earth Bar, which I go to pretty regularly, and it's a cold and sinus shot, and it's full of mysterious things that help clean out your senses. Wow. And I know you've been dealing a lot with a variety of different health issues lately. <laughs> now you're going to add another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to see how it goes. Now you've got an orange wedge here because it literally is like a shot. You have to like Eat cut it with something right after you do it. Wow. Now I've got you a double shot here. There's actually a single size you could get, but I think the double is really going to knock it out of you. Get the demons out of you. Holy crap. So are you ready to do it? I got one for me too, so you're not... I don't think I just showed up here making you do something fucked up. You've talked about this before. I'm kind of scared. I have, because I know you haven't been feeling well. I'm kind of so, scared. This place has all kinds of uh, stuff like that. It's very L.A. So welcome to L.A. This is my official welcome to L.A. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Do the orange. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> is there something different in mine than yours? Oh. <coughs> it clears your system out because you vomit up everything. <laughs> this is the worst tasting thing ever. May. And I'm Lana Turner. Thank you guys for joining us on the Perfect Ten Podcast. Yeah, we're kicking ass and uh, we're coming live and direct from uh, Miami. Going to Miami. Oh, yeah. You can hear the ocean outside. I know. It's awesome. We're sitting here right on Two the beach. Two live crew. You know, uh, face down, ass up. That's the way <laughs> we like to visit Miami. With our kids and yeah, right. our dog. I know. And a, and a babysitter. I know. I know we're really not that cool. A lot of C blocks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fucking C blocks. Still, Miami's awesome. The show yeah. was great tonight. I had fun. Congratulations. I know, right? I got. I think I might have gotten a couple hooked up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell us. Okay, so there was a couple in the audience, and they've been friends friends for six years. Yeah. And I said to them, I said, "Come on, is this a date? Who's buying?" And the guy kind of indicated that tonight was the night, and she she got on board. But the 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 ultimate was, I said to her, "I go, if you hook up with him." 
I'll give you free tickets to see Ralphie next week. And she got really excited, threw her hands in the air. I said, kiss him now. She leaned across the table and gave him a kiss. Like a real one or just a peck? Like a kiss on the lips, not a long one, just a quick one. But yeah. but they said they they said they were going to hook up tonight and for the, for the free tickets to the Ralphie show next wow. week. So Man, my comedy's uh, banging people together. I love that. I guess a combination, a one-two punch. Yeah, right? So, yeah. I was, that's <laughs> the first time that's ever happened for me. But I guess it's more than a one-two punch for her. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was really cool. So that's awesome. Speaking of punches, Danny got a punch in the face. That's what you heard at the top of the episode. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was awesome. Uh, he he, you made him eat that stupid uh, shot, right? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I did Ooh. it with him. It's I know, but you can do it. Well, Danny's been sick a lot since he's moved to LA, and I yeah. thought I'd introduce him to how to, you know, cure stuff a little more naturally. <laughs> Why it's, would you do that to Danny? Because he, I he's talked a hot about mess. it for a long time, he's and he a said hot mess. he wanted to do it. Danny Lobel's a hot mess. There's no way you should do that to him. Uh, you know, I told you not to do it because you're gastric bypass. I said, yeah. don't go do it, and you went and did it and barfed. I barfed. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I yacked. It's intense, you know? It's got, like, well, you're over there they're, they're, they're and cayenne pepper. Ki- they're, they're, using, uh, they're using herbs and spices to kill AIDS. Yeah, I it mean, really it's is. it's on Santa Monica. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. It really is. It's this, this, this place is called Earth Cafe, and literally, like, I've seen so many hip famous whatever people go in there because it's like one of those places that you don't hear like a touristy place but all these everyone goes in there and they do all kinds of weird alternative shots and things like a hangover thing and you know it's it's really good i i personally really like it but i'm i'm not so much i know you aren't a big fan of it yeah i don't mind wheatgrass i know but that uh that combination was fucking tough right well it cleans out your sinus it's a sinus cleanse uh, it's did more than that man i mean uh, first of all my nose ran and like uh, like you know it a cleans. nickel came out okay <laughs> all right but from the, like eighth grade <laughs> yeah but i yacked oh my god i threw up in the parking lot but and you, you know what the weird thing was some guy walking in goes oh you had the shot didn't you <laughs> all right he knew he knew he's he's obviously vomited before well, well, he knew. <laughs> I know that that was gross for you, but eating um, the vegan food wasn't so bad, right? No, the vegan food was awesome. I, I actually like it. I uh, I went to another vegan restaurant. You did afterwards? Yeah, in Arlington. Really? Yeah. Was it good? It was uh, not as, well, it was different. It was good, but, you know, I was craving that fig and that fake cheese, <laughs> whatever that is. That's, really? Yeah. That's I amazing. Liked I liked it. Made you crave something that otherwise would never have eaten. I know. There's no way I'd eat that shit normally. So I guess, it, but the company was also delightful with that. So, I mean, I don't know if the sandwich would be quite as good if you weren't eating it with Brie Olson. Yeah, right. Well, no, I think I think it was pretty good. I mean, I was touching your leg the whole time, so it's got a positive thing. You know, right. if I eat that, you know, that's the, that turned you on. Like, ooh, look at what? him eating healthy. Oh. Oh, my Janer's all wet. Oh, look at him eating healthy. I have to say, I really, really like seeing you getting healthier. Like, it's it's scary for me to see you not not feel well. And oh, so yeah. every time I see you take a step in the right direction, it really is a positive thing on so many different levels. So Yeah. So, uh, by the way, kids, I'm, I'm down 30-something pounds since, uh, 38 pounds since um, uh, December the 26th. 21st that's good news yeah it's great news 
Yeah. Well, let's keep eating vegan and let's yeah. listen to a little bit of the interview with Miss Brie Olson. She was awesome, right? Yeah. If you guys don't know, Brie was the one of the Charlie's Angels, right? <laughs> yeah. That- she was. Uh, she she's a, a former porn star uh, that was also uh, Charlie Sheen's uh, uh, girlfriend, living girlfriend, one of the goddesses during the heat of the scandal. Yeah, during the midst of him banging out the uh, seven gram rocks and. And uh, all that other bullshit. Tiger blood. Yeah, tiger yeah. blood, that crazy fucking manic time. But he's bounced back, and so is she. She's okay. doing great. Yeah, and we had a lovely time with her. Damn! I'm at a vegan restaurant called Elderberry with Brie Olson. Wee! Wee! Thank you so much, Brie, for meeting me here. Thank you for having me. We have totally gotten Ralphie to come here like I wanted Ralphie to come eat vegan food with me for 14 years and he he complains and won't touch it and I think it took you hot Brie Olson to say (laughs) hey Brie and I are at Elderberry come over here and meet us for dinner what do you think you have no idea how many of my friends I have tricked into coming to a vegan restaurant and they'll leave and be like oh I'm so glad that they had chicken there that chicken sandwich was so good I'm like that wasn't really chicken that's that was vegan they're like no way are you are you vegan you won't touch anything animal product I've opened up more now you know I I cheat here and there but for the most part I tried to stay well-rounded vegan when I first went vegan it was very very strict like someone had tried to get me to eat whipped cream one time and I was like uh, and they're like it says dairy free I'm like look on the back of the can and does it say casein on it they're like yeah what's that I'm like that's a that's a trace of dairy uh, so I, nothing even not even a trace not a molecule had went in my body for a year see I I, I feel like a good vegan restaurant is if you go in the bathroom, you find a, like a long hairy pube on the toilet because <laughs> you know it's fully organic and that there's no shaving and yeah, super hippied out. Yeah, no, like I said, I like that still where it seems like meat. Like I like it very industrialized type places. So I think that's what it is. Here's the thing. Okay, so ordering yeah. for Ralphie and getting him interested in this food, yeah. it's going to be tricky because he's on a drug called Coumadin and he can't have like green leafy things. Like too much of it throws. The Coumadin's a blood thinner. And um, oh, here he is. He just walked in. I think I remember him talking about that. Yeah, he got really, really sick, and so this is a Here stretch. Here comes the man in yeah. black. I know he's got the hat. <laughs> he does. You look great, Mama. Thank you. Uh, wow, you look phenomenal. Thank that's, you so That's much. a great top on you. <laughs> and amazingly uh, Amish. <laughs> Amazingly, yeah, uh, I, I went to you, school you, with Amish. Have, so has anyone described it? Have, has anyone described? No. Okay, you are wearing a, an amazingly conservative top. Okay, a black <laughs> sweater with uh, white lace. Okay, <laughs> nothing what what anyone would anticipate for an evening out. And you look glorious. You Thank look great. You. Thank you. You look great. How do you like living in LA now? I hate it. Really? This place sucks. But it's hard to find people that you can gel with and feel comfortable around. See, that's another thing, is that I need regular girls to hang out with. And you and I should hang out, yeah. for real. Because, you know, these porn chicks, it's like, that's all. That's what, you know, I, I draw. It, that's what I draw in, is like, girls like that. And most girls from the industry aren't the type of girls that I really want to be hanging out with. So... Well, you'd be amazed how similar porn and comedy, <laughs> I think, are. I think there there's go. like a, a really close parallel between the two. 
Uh, what do you think that is, Ralphie, the similarities between porn and comedy? I know, for one, you know, you girls are out on the road hustling, and comics have to be on the road. So you have the, we know that road lifestyle going from place to place. But actually being a comic versus being a porn star, what do you think, Ralph? We're all fully exposed. We're fully exposed. You know, we're, we're up there on stage. You're... you're Right. You know, for us, it's our thoughts that are intimately displayed. It's 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 very, you know, it's very uh, it's a very intimate thing to be talking about your biggest problems and be vulnerable. You know, it's a lot of vulnerability. That's so true. There's also a certain amount of. I'm going to make up a fucked upness that has to happen in a person's life to le- lead them to comedy and probably lead them to porn. So <laughs> that's another area probably that there's like a common ground. Are you still in touch with Charlie at all or is that completely like... No, well, I mean, I, I could text him at any moment. Like I could text him right now and I know for sure he would text me back. That's just always the way it's been. We could not talk for six months. And then he'll reach out to me or I'll reach out to him. But it's strange that, you know, we're talking about him tonight because I got flooded with phone calls today from TMZ and all those wannabe news people. And uh, they were just, because I guess he has a new girlfriend now, and they're like, oh, the new goddess, what do you think of her? And I'm like, I don't even know her. I don't. And they're like, It'd be, well, they called me off guard because they called the unknown number. I didn't answer any of the emails or anything. But the one person that did get a hold of me, I was just like, yeah, I don't know anything. I, I know nothing. Having your privacy invaded is something that I, I personally have experienced, and uh, and it's 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 it strips you of who you are, and it's something that uh, it really uh, it takes you it, it it takes you away from you know things, and you were you know you were put on it makes it's very hard on you emotionally and as a person. You were put on display around the world. I mean, there were photographers following y'all from every country. I mean, every country. Paparazzi was with you. A pack of paparazzi was with you guys everywhere. You had to have security. You had, there was an entourage of, of entourage. You know, there was, it was, a, uh, it was a bodyguards upon bodyguards and cars and everything. I mean, it was, it was crazy. You know, I mean... How did that make you feel to have all these people talking about you and and even even in the house like you couldn't you couldn't even say what you wanted to say because you know King Diatribe was going off on he's he's the fucking tiger blood king whatever the fuck he was talking about I've done a lot of drugs I ain't never had no tiger blood drug fucker I mean that's a shitload of drugs you get the tiger blood drug okay 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 all right um But how'd that make you feel, Mama? When Charlie and I started, when he, we dated for quite a while before I moved in. We dated for about six months that he courted me. And then he said, you should move in. And of course I proceeded with caution. He's Charlie Sheen. So I just, not actually, I just took two suitcases over. That's my version of moving in. I'm like, let me see how this goes. So I get there. Didn't even know there was going to be another girl there. The other girl was a surprise. So, and I was a surprise to her. Um, but like I said, I was open to it. So that's how it started. He was still on two and a half men. Everything was still going fine when I got there. So then I'm there, and all of a sudden it goes from this very quiet house of just Charlie, Natty, and I to all, he was just letting everyone through. And, I mean, we lived in a very private, gated community where all you know, a lot of yeah. uh, several celebrities live, and everyone's, like, getting so pissed at him because he's letting everyone in, just everyone into the addition, everyone into our home. And so it was just, like, this circus of 
media all Who the time. Who brought the coke? Huh? Who brought the coke? He honestly was not doing any of those type of drugs at that time. He was not doing any of that. Really? Because I was going to ask, were you doing any drugs too? I, I don't do any drugs. You, I no. know that. I know. Because I saw you in the morning and you don't, you don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I could tell. Man, I've been, we've been around cokeheads of our whole life. And I, I could tell a cokehead a mile away. And I was like, I told Lana, I go, hey, for, for being Charlie's uh, girlfriend and stuff. And, and uh, this was a, almost a year ago. Right. And, and uh, she's working at a topless club or something, being a featured dancer. Yeah, she's she's not doing any drugs. Yeah, no, I don't even smoke weed. I mean, I'm not against weed. I just, I yeah, just don't right? smoke. I I mean, just... It's vegan. It's vegan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, you you don't, you didn't even do coke. But I was like, how is he getting all this all this uh, stuff in there? But was he bragging? So he was just that was just him uh, without drugs. Well, he he was Holy being prescribed. Shit medication by doctors that they shouldn't have been prescribing to him oh. that was really amping him up. Oh, good God. Yeah. Do you, you, yeah. Know, you must not feel like that time was all bad. I mean, because did it, do you think, in, did it result to you being, didn't you get Playboy too? You, I you did. Are, That's right. the one thing that I was like. Awesome, right? Yeah. It was great for me. I, you look at it when you're like a teenage girl and you're like, because you can look up to other girls in magazines, but they have their clothes on and stuff. But it's like to see these women in their full form and fully naked and to be able to look and be like, wow, I want to I want to be that girl someday. I want to look like that someday, you know, and then to finally be in that now and know that girls are looking at that, thinking the same thing about me is such a cool feeling. Bri, I think we've been successful in getting Ralphie to order vegan food. How do you feel right now, Ralph? So vegany. <laughs> so vegany. You know, you look different right now, Ralphie. <laughs> I feel vegany. He has the vegan glow to him. Do you feel like you've got longer pubes than normal? I feel I feel uh, a Abraham Lincoln beard coming on. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about this vegan experience tonight? Um, you know what? I'm very positive and now open to veganism. Of being maybe not being a vegan, but uh, but definitely uh, you know instead of uh, going out to uh, uh, regular restaurants all the time, I can go to uh, vegan restaurants. I can go to. Uh, Ones that uh, Lana likes to go to all the time. Because Lana's been trying to talk you to go to one for a long time. For like six years. So this is awesome. Yeah. It, it, it took a, it took you to get him to come. <laughs> and, and that's Man, the first time trust you me. Can say that about getting someone to come. <laughs> oh gosh. In, in this respect, I think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I you, mean, I should have used a different verbiage. Your wife is so naughty. <laughs> yeah, right? I know she's smoking. She's smoking. I, I, I'm very lucky. I'm you very are. Lucky. I like hearing that you think I'm naughty, Bree. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I think I have a boner now. Um, this is awesome. Uh, this, is, this is a twofer. It's a twofer. I think you also have a boner because there's an ice cream sundae here. And even though it's, it's made I, it, it is a food boner. Yeah. It is a little bit of a food boner, but it is a hot chick boner too, okay? All right. Um, uh, and now there's two sundaes, okay? Yes. The, it just got hotter in here. Okay. Um, yeah, all done. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed the, the meal. I thought it was really good. I thought it was really, really good. Good. And, um, yes, I would be open to uh, uh, coming back uh, again. Bree, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was a me. pleasure getting to know you better. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's enjoy our dessert. What do you say, guys? Yes. Ten! I, I, 
I got to be honest with you, I really like Brie as a real person. She's very, very sweet. She's not yeah. what you'd expect, right? No, she is not what you expect. Showing up in her little churchy shirt. And I her, know. Yeah. I know, right? You know, she's not the, She's not coming out like a, a, a vixen, you know, hey, I'm ready to bank. No, she look uh, like a girl from Indiana, you know? Well, she is, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, she's really, really hot, girl from Indiana. She is hot. Yeah. She's hot. Yeah, she's really cute. But I, I really, I hope that I get to hang out with Brie again because I Me too. liked hanging out with her. And yeah. I'm just delighted that she got you to eat vegan. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I was I was melting down into that because you keep on uh, touting up, you know, real food daily. Okay. You kept on and kept yeah. on and kept on. And it's like, all right, let's go see what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, it's evolution, right? Yeah, man. You got to evolve. You know, you got to try some new stuff. You know, if you don't, you're just a fucking mutt. No, no, no. But no, but if I just ate cheeseburgers and French fries, I would never get better. Right. I would never lose weight. I would never do anything. I'd just be a fucking mess. All right. And I'm trying to go in the right the right direction. And vegan is a good way to do that. What's neat is that after meeting up with Bree, I got to meet up with another awesome person oh, like, yeah. somebody we've known for a long time Bree's a new friend but Ari Shafir oh man I love him uh, he's one of my favorite Jews of all time <laughs> he is he's like uh he's like a hippie okay he's not a hipster he's a hippie you know he's more of a hippie he just dresses like a hipster to get pussy does he dress like a hipster a little bit a little bit I I think Ari honestly is one of the next huge comedians like Me he's too. one of those people that will be famous for comedy at some point yeah. just because he just is so talented he's a great actor too yeah. he's great he's been in tons yeah. of commercials and stuff but Ari's time is coming and he's already getting like he's on the verge of people really finding him and if you're in the podcast world this is a world where yeah people know him he's got a great podcast and yeah the skeptic tank yeah I did it once. I know. Yeah, and my episode was called Fat. <laughs> okay, he just called me fat. Well, he brings it down. He's yeah. honest. He doesn't mince his words, which is why I think I respect him so much. Me too. Um, but uh, he brought me to the comedy store, gave me did a tour. Did y'all get stoned? No, we didn't. Why not? It just didn't come up. I actually didn't have much time. I had to run straight from there to do another set. Oh, so, yeah. But we met up at the store. He gave me a tour of a lot of the store. And what was fun is that he also... Well, just listen, and then we'll talk okay. about it afterwards. Okay? Here you go. I'm here at the Comedy Store with Ari Shafir. Ari, thank you so much. It's weird doing setups, right? Yeah. Feels false. Uh, does it feel false? Because it's not false. I'm here at the Comedy Store with Ari Shafir. Does it feel false? No, but I saw you gear up to say it. Well, I had to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm here at the Comedy Store with Ari Shafir. Yeah. Is it false now? No. Feels it's better? It's like your mom called. What are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm here at the Comedy, the comedy Store, Store with Ari Shafir. Shafir. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. The only place you like to be, right? This is where you... This is my clubhouse, man. It's your home? This is where I hang out. You don't do anything else other than the Comedy Store? I mean, I go to their rooms and stuff, but five nights a week I'm here, you know, from whatever time, 10, 11, till like 2 or 3. You even live like two doors from here, right? Yeah, you still I moved, live in I that? moved uh, just so I, because there wasn't a lot of park here. Because you weren't allowed to regular. live in here. <laughs> yeah. Before I was a paid regular, I wasn't allowed to park in here. I could bribe the, the guy, the parking lot guy, uh -huh. to let me park after like 1 a.m. He would let me in if I brought him a cheeseburger. 
Oh, that's a that's such an honor. Danny and I were yeah. talking about that as we were pulled in here. He said, what? "Why don't you just park at the back?" And I was like, "No, that's you can't the just park spot. there. No, oh, that's yeah. a big like." And then he laughed and said, "Well, actors they like rent them a condo, and comics get treated like shit. That a parking spot is an honor." <laughs> yeah. So because <laughs> Mitzi had her spot for a while, that was like her spot where her, her limo would pull in, and so like no one was allowed to block that. But she didn't. She hasn't come here in fucking years. Right. So nobody cares about that. But yeah, that last spot is sought after yeah so yeah. but now you're now that you live two doors down you can park here anytime you yeah, want yeah well now i'm allowed then i got passed i got made to pay regular which comes with parking privileges are you gonna move What's up, Boone? <laughs> um yeah eventually i will i'm thinking of going to new york in may in like, april i mean live, living there for a while yeah go by coastal really? go back and forth why is that i don't know i want to do spots there yeah you can't really I mean, you can do them a little bit when you if you just go right for a week but not really you can't do clubs consistently. There's like this enticing thing about New York for an LA comic and then for a New York comic like Danny. He yeah. just moved here. So there's this maybe you have to fill the void of Danny by going there. Yeah, and now Danny's here. He needs to hang out at the it's comedy about the same store. Ass. You're like 17 inches shorter than me. But <laughs> yeah, like but you're 85 pounds heavier. So it's like it evens yeah. out. Well, you won't quite fill the void, but yeah. you could try. Yeah. <laughs> can take all my New York spots that have opened up. It's a big problem right now <laughs> in New York. Um, yeah, I want to work at all those clubs. I don't know. But yeah, until and this is where I hang out. It's just where I hang out all the time. So what is it about the comedy store? I mean, I obviously, it's, it's like steeped in history and it's yeah. an amazing room. It's also very dark here. So it's probably the darkest room you can play. Maybe. Not, Let's not in terms of the, the lighting situation, just as far as like... Oh. The feel of it? Yeah. Yeah, very dark, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? I guess so. The craziest stuff also People happens here. People say it's here. creepy or it's... Um, Haunted, right? No, that I don't believe. That's nope. bullshit. Oh. That's just something stupid old comics have said over the years. Why is that? I've heard stories. People I don't have know, their own... they'd like to say it was. Yeah? Wouldn't it be weird if something happened? Because they say things happen when you deny it. <laughs> I love that puff of smoke right as we walk in the room <laughs> they're just leaving they've got a smoke pop back here you see it's still in the air they just went around the corner this place is so cool so right now one we're in the main room we're in the main room this is one of the reasons i like this place is because fucking late there's no show in here it's just a giant open spot where people right. can just run into smoke some reefer you know well in every major Hunt, comedian out, over the like since the 80s that like we worship has stood on this stage so it's amazing to see the stage and even stand. I remember the first time I stood on the stage, I just was like, so, I felt so honored. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're over <laughs> it, right? I don't have any of the reverence for the place, for the history. No? I mean, that is nice, I guess, when you think about it that way, like prior to comedy. I mean, I guess. I don't, they're not here now. Right. So it's just the same pieces of wood we're standing on. Right. I don't really care about that. I just care about the vibe of the place. Well, don't you think the vibe is created by all the yeah, maybe. jokes I think that it, have flowed I, through the room? I think it comes in and out depending on who's hanging around here most of the time. You know, I've noticed that. Like, you know, Sometimes there's a lot of negativity in this club. Yeah, but, but then, it's sort of different now. I've noticed that too. It's mm -hmm. gotten better. Yeah, probably 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, it was a lot more negative. Right, and when I first Those moved to L.A., I, too. I thought it was really... When did you move? About 10 years ago, okay. nine, nine, 10 years ago, yeah. But I even think at one time, maybe you felt, were you kind of pulled into the negativity? Yeah, maybe. I don't feel that it way It was more now. combative. I was always fighting against somebody because I couldn't get any spots anywhere. Is that right? So it was just like you're fighting to like, for no reason, just so you get, get a win because you weren't getting any wins in comedy. All right, <laughs> so we're walking into showy. the like main room entrance, right? Yeah. 
it's so, it, I love how it's so, it, I mean, it's, it's preserved from the time period. You know, yeah. they haven't done anything to fix it. Barely I a like coat it, of paint though. here or there once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, we'll all sit here sometimes and either smoke cigarettes or smoke pot, depending on who's doing what. After, because after people leave the main room, so you can just sit here all the time. And just hang out and. Yeah. Do you, you said that the comedy store, you, because you're here so much, you don't ever have relationships, or it makes it difficult to have a relationship. What is? Yeah, because girls like going out at night, especially if they're normal. <laughs> you know, if they have normal jobs. Um, but I'm fucking doing this all the time, so they're like, "Oh, we should hang out with so and so." I'm like, "Yeah, all right, I guess." I gotta, and it always seems so lame the guys who brought girls here. Um, so I never really did that. But now I do sometimes, so it's okay. Yeah, I just never, it's just like, there's just no time for anybody. And then weekends, it's like, that's the comedy night. Right. I'm here. It's really hard and I was working, to balance. If I, I started working here, you know, so I'd have to work shifts like that. And then when I wasn't, it was just like I was hanging out. What about a stripper? If you dated a stripper, that could work. Maybe, maybe. And she, she would get off right hours. then. Yeah. Um, I like the <laughs> swastikas are already carved on there next to the heart. There's red rum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the Christmas... Um, spray the white spray they put and now it's already past like, christmas so yeah so they did a swastika in there uh-huh. i'm sure they meant that as as ever loving peace swastika the one that Isn't the indians still believe in um, <laughs> this is the back of the main room cover booth oh you know i've never been back here really well, why would but you'll I hear the acoustics here? change as we go into different spots yeah oh. um yeah i remember someone having sex in here it wasn't me I'm sure there's been sex in every room. Somebody have you had, had sex, sex in the comedy right store? Oh, yeah. I figured. What, where, tell us, what, where have you had sex and with who and whatever? Um, I've done it uh, mostly just with girls I'm already with. I think, in fact, entirely that. You think uh, what? Entirely that. Just girls I'm already with. Right. You're already dating them and you convince them to come yeah. here? Yeah. And then I've done it, let's see. I've done it in the, back, in the main room, green room. Uh-huh. I've done it up these steps up here, back to the main room cover booth. Um, not cover booth, uh, sound booth up there. Uh huh. Up there around the corner. Um, where else have I done it? All different girls, just at different times? Or? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some repeats. Uh huh. And then in here in the main room, I've gotten BJs before. And. <laughs> in the main room, like people come in and out of here, pardon the oh, pun, yeah, all yeah. the time. Well, that's why you go behind the curtain. But it's so easy to walk back here. Like, have you been walked in on getting a blowjob back here? No, once upstairs in the belly room. What happened? It, it was with a schizophrenic um, guy that hangs out here late nights on Sunday and Monday. Robert. So the schizophrenic had to see you getting a BJ? He sort of classed it up and didn't say a word, saw it, and then just sort of walked out. <laughs> he did the classy thing. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Let me show but you the main I room. I don't imagine group. that's good for his schizophrenia. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was already set in pretty heavily. <laughs> so I don't think, oh, man, it's so dark Oh, there. it's really dark. So you've had sex back here, too, um, behind the stage? In the green room, I'll show you the. Uh, the green room's awesome back here. Is there not a light? Is that what this is? Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Ari's taking out his cell phone, trying to create a little dim flashlight. Those things always take forever. So there's all these on. little nooks and crannies that are perfect for people to get laid in oh, too. Yeah. Look well, at this. These were old dressing rooms back in whenever this place was like a jazz nightclub. Probably a ton of coke back here too. You would guess, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's like mirrored tables and mirrored everything around here. This is like the main place we come and hang out. And smoke pot and then just talk for like hours and hours. I think this is the coolest room. What what is this? Yeah. This is like behind the stage. But what is this? Is it this sort is the of main its own room, green room? 
It's it's got its own private bar. It's like yeah, th- I don't think I've never seen it actually in service as bar. I bet you that's from like when Kennison was in here mm-hmm. that, it, that he could get his own drinks and everything. But they have like a, an ice thing back there too, so it wasn't just from before. This is they've ha- they had well, they to have, have it to make open. It function at times, you know that, and they have a piano in here. It's like a piano table. It's not a functional piano. It's like, but it's mm-hmm. all mirrored. It's so just for Coke. Yeah, it's built for Coke. All the stuff in here is so built for Coke. <laughs> so did you get laid back here? Probably yeah, right. Yeah, right where we are. Right where yeah. we're sitting. I feel like I need to shower. I bet a lot of people. There's a lot of sperm spread around this little space. Yeah, they like have it's a all good black. Cleaning crew that comes in. Once I guarantee in a while. you, if you came in here with a black light, you would just see all kinds of. You would see <laughs> you a lot see of famous spooge all over the place. Like it'd be funny if it was also signed with a black like a black light pen <laughs> so that we, we could have a whole different history of the comedy store. Just a splooge pen? Yes. Yeah. Or like, no, like a black, um, like a, one of those pens that glow in the dark, but you don't, like a yellow, you know, if you... Yeah, but here's my, here's what I'm proposing to you. Okay, what? We you just make a, spooge? we just get like a syringe and fill it with splooge of all the famous comedians over the year. Ew. And then they write in it and only a black light can pick it up. Well, I was just thinking wool light. You know, wool oh, light yeah. glows in the dark the same oh, way. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah just use, like, wool light and <laughs> yeah. then allow the, the stain to be, like, the headshot and then sign it with the wool light pen. <laughs> where where are we now, Ari? This is, like, We're the, in the back. There's the video rooms in there. They have the old... Uh, what is the video room? I didn't even know they, about that. They don't use it anymore. But does it have an archive of comedians that have gone up here? No, they have... Um, yeah, they have a lot of uh, cool old videos. I worked here for a little while when they did that E! True Hollywood story in the place. I had mm-hmm. to, like, sift through all the Hi8 tapes and the VHS tapes. And oh, they cool. were all unmarked, and I had to see what was on them. Oh, that must have been really neat. So we're walking up the stairs. Does this connect to the belly room? Is that... Yeah, right? but let me show you this first, actually. I forgot about this. This is where Mitzi's office was. Oh, wow. This building just keeps going. Through oh. That weird stained glass door. Oh, yeah, so she would sit in there all the time. And that, she had a back room put into the belly room. So if she was heard, what she, she liked what she heard, she'd go out there and look real quick instead of having to go all the way around. Oh, wow. Like if yeah. she didn't or did like or if both? she liked it, yeah. She was just in there late and there was a show going on. Oh, cool. I'm sure she could tune it out. That's how she passed Brian Holtz. What is this room now? Just Locked. an empty space? Archive. So have you had sex in here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mitzi's old office? Yeah. Not yeah. in the office, but right right here. Right and, in the- and down there, too. Oh. This is the green room of the... Of the belly room. Wow. So did you get laid in here, Ari? Nope. Never in so. here? You got something to do. <laughs> Nothing to, yeah. And they, these couches look so nasty and stained. These are hand-me-downs from somewhere. Ugh, they are uh, so, so disgusting. Do you think you've exceeded your pussy quota? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I exceeded. There's no reason I should have gotten even like, I should, I should have maxed out at 10. Yeah. Probably. How many have you had? Have you lost count? I just, yeah, I don't know. It's not like so much, but it's better than I should have done. Well, because, yeah, you're on stage and you're funny and girls yeah. like that. But, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, you've you've exceeded your quota. So does that is that maybe one of the reasons why you find it hard to have a relationship, too? It's impossible to have a relationship once you've exceeded that. Yeah, I guess so. For, once you've exceeded your quota? Yeah. yeah in the last couple of years, it's like, oh, forget it. I can, get, I can do fine now. Really? Yeah, so... Like now caliber and quantity, hard. right? Um, yeah, caliber and quantity. Yeah. So now it's real hard to like actually have a relationship. <laughs> like, why? Why would I? Why? So I think we've we've had enough. Like, I think you've you've had sex all over the comedy store. Had multiple women. Yeah. Sex in almost every room in this club. You've had blowjobs all over this place. Yeah. And you were a self-admitted pussy quota ex- exceeder. <laughs> and now we've gotten to the bottom as to why the comedy store. 
is where you spend all your time. Oh, maybe. <laughs> but that didn't, yeah, maybe. That didn't happen for a long time. But yeah, maybe now. Maybe that's why I come. <laughs> I know I had done that before. It's like, fuck, I'll just go to the comedy store and see if I can get somebody. I have done that before, but not very often. But that's only lately. At the first five, six years, I never got anything here. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm here. <laughs> Ari, thank you so much. It's been awesome hanging out with you at the yeah, comedy this store. Was fun. Thanks for doing it here. This is this is a cool idea. What I love so much about Ari is he's so willing to acknowledge his ex exceeding the pussy quota. Oh, without a doubt, he's Ari totally aware. Ari has uh, exceeded the pussy quota uh, like forever. Well, and there's always been places in the comedy store where I've been nervous about sitting down, but now I'm been given every bit of confirmation not to sit down anywhere in that comedy store because there is not a single place where there's not some DNA spread around. Oh, and, no doubt. And Ari's DNA is in every room. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He, he banged him there, he banged him there, he banged him there. Yeah. Well, you got to love it, man. At least he's consistent. You know? <laughs> you know, I wonder if he started off banging bitches in the belly room and then got him in the OR. And then got well, him he in the did. He, he banged him everywhere. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But, I mean, a guy like Ari should be like a one pussy and out kind of guy, and he just fucking... No, not, a, not Ari Shafir, not no more, man. Right. He's, he's, he's back. Man, I mean, he is—he's slinging dick. Yeah, I he, love it, man. He—he—he's come to the conclusion that the comedy store is his number one woman now, I guess. And I, you know, you can't blame him because you can't blame that guy. I mean, come on. Hey, at least he's married to his career. You know, it could be worse. You know, it could be a drug addict. Could be anything. He's a workaholic. Yeah, but he'll never be able to climb down from that excessive. Like he's—he's he's had so much pussy and so much pussy that he should never have ever had access to in his life that it's just it's off from now on it sounds like another jeff ross is being made <laughs> and you know what jeff's brought a lot of laughter to a lot of people a lot of laughter to a lot of people <laughs> and i wonder way if jeff knows his pussy quota. jeff if you're listening you're the reason why i have the pussy quota theory <laughs> oh i don't know that i didn't know that no. yeah i came up with it because of jeff yeah because jeff, jeff dates the most beautiful Women like he dates women Beautiful, that I'm like talented. I would marry that woman like like hey, amazing hey, women. Let me put the mic in the <laughs> other hand and grab my dick. That's hot. <laughs> no, but I mean, and he he never ends up with them, and I think it's I know, because right? there's always another great like vagina around the corner because I know. he exceeded its quota. You, you gotta you gotta love his persistence. I mean, he definitely uh, is uh, going for it. And by the way, the burn I'm gonna be doing the burn in a couple of weeks. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and uh, it's uh, I can't wait to do it. I mean, uh, it's gonna be the uh, season finale, and uh, Jeff uh, has been so kind to have me on, and uh, it's great. I can't wait. Well, you were you were the premiere of the first one, so you might as well be the season finale in this one. Yeah, uh, or of this season, I should say. And where are you gonna be now? Let's see. You're gonna be in West Palm this week. I'm gonna yep. be with you on uh, Friday and Saturday. I'm doing West Palm myself on the 24th, and tomorrow night I'll be in Fort Lauderdale. And then you're going to be in Miami on the 30th. Yes. And then you'll be headlining Fort Lauderdale for the rest of the week. Yeah. So the 31st, 1st, and 2nd. That's out there. Uh, yeah, to the 2nd. You know, nothing on Super Bowl Sunday. Right. And then you're back home. Oh, you're yeah. doing something cool in uh, Vegas, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing Ron White's CMT Salute to the Troops, okay? And um, it's on CMT. And, uh, you know, uh, Tater, uh, man, we haven't worked together in forever. You know, but last time I saw him was at that open mic in uh, in uh, the, uh, Atlanta. 
Right. Yeah, and uh, I think he's great, man. I well, love to see people success. Show. That's going to be a great show. Brian Regan's on it. Brian Regan's the death, man. He he brings it, Jack. Well, I'm so excited for you. you got so many good things coming up. So, as always, we have an awesome band for you guys. Yes, uh, live from the Mercy Lounge in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, The Lonely, Lonely H. H.
Thank you guys. We're the Lonely H. Want to win a trip to Las Vegas to see Ralphie Made live at the South Point Casino? It's easy. Just be the one to kiss our asses the most, and you and a friend could be one of our lucky winners to be flown from anywhere in the U.S. to Vegas. Picked up in a limo, put up at the South Point Casino Hotel, have a steak dinner with Ralphie and Lana, and get two tickets to see them perform. Be creative, folks. Promote us in your hometown, online on your social media site, and leave us nice comments and high ratings on iTunes, and you could be the next lucky winner. Good luck, and start ass-kissing today. Thank you, thank you for listening to Perfect Ten. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.